0: This is Penny Johnson, and you're listening to From Stage to Page, an audiobook podcast devoted to the forgotten stories and memoirs of female performing artists from the late 19th and early 20th centuries. In this episode, we continue with Leschetizky as I knew him, written by Ethel Newcomb and published in 1921 by D. Appleton and Company. Chapter seventeen The word work in connection with learning to play the piano, Leshetitsky called an Americanism. This word impressed him as being often too significant of the way we studied and felt about studying. And he felt that if many worked less and thought more, they could play better. The American student often tried to accomplish by hours of hard work what he thought could be done in half the time by relaxation and vision. Many of the Americans, and of course those from other countries, were adventurers in art who had perhaps just finished college and had never studied music As a result, rather expected Leschetizky to perform some miracle over them. There were others of the hard-working type who minimized the necessary quality of talent and personality. Of the two, I think Leschetizky preferred the former. He used to say to the over-conscientious, nervous, strained type of pupil, Believe me, my dear, The time you learn the most is when you take your cigarette and go to the window to think it over, not when you are plodding at the piano, a remark that some found musically as well as morally incomprehensible. From the tense and hurried American students, Leschetizky suffered much misrepresentation in this country. Every summer, steamers used to carry their little groups of pilgrims pianists bound for vienna often their time and funds were limited and their local reputations depended upon their returning in a year or two with everything learned from the steamer chair one watched with curiosity these bands of aspirants proclaiming loudly their different ideas and shouting that they were on the way to vienna and fame as a rule they knew nothing of the tests to which they would be put in the artistic atmosphere of a European capital, and of study with a great master and its possibilities they had no notion at all. Once in Vienna, they had without exception to go and study with one of his assistants there before being allowed to take a lesson from Leszczycki. Madame Wieneczkowska, one of his very successful assistants, might be in America, Madame Stepanov, another highly respected assistant, in Berlin. But even their pupils coming to Vienna were advised by Leschetizky to take a few lessons of the preparatory teachers there, as hardly a year passed that he did not receive and incorporate into his teaching some new impressions and ideas. "'My assistants have methods,' he used to say, but methods are bound to change, especially if they are good ones. Some objected to being sent to an assistant, but Leshetitsky was so impatient of teaching technique, and also so impatient of one who did not have a technique, that real study with him was entirely a question of being prepared for it. The pupils themselves were generally satisfied with this system, and were often only too glad to return to an assistant after lessons with him to prepare themselves still better. It was generally outsiders who could not appreciate these advantages. He won't have to send my daughter to be prepared for him,' said the mother of a girl about fourteen, whom she considered already a great player. "'When he hears her,' she said, "'he will take her at once, and we want him to come twice a week.'" "'I want to get two lessons,' said another newcomer, "'so that I can say I have had lessons, "'and I'll pay him any price he asks to get them. "'I have got to say I have studied with Leschetizky.' "'Others had apparently resigned themselves "'to any treatment that might be accorded them, "'and hardly listened in the lessons "'to his clear and simple illustrations and explanations.' There was sometimes a very baffling lack of attention to the real matter in hand, due to nervousness, or to lack of comprehension of what a lesson with Leschetizky meant. He said to one pupil, "'In this serious little piece of formal manners that run should not be fluffy like that. It is like a string of real pearls. Every note must be a tone.' "'What a great teacher you are,' replied the pupil, "'clasping her hands and tears coming to her eyes, "'while Leschetizky only smiled and sighed. "'There are no great teachers without great pupils,' he quoted. "'There was only one goal with him, and that was good piano playing, "'and he did not believe a teacher could be a good teacher who could not play himself. "'Only the very talented ones studied directly with him the first year or two. Many were lucky if they were able to be prepared for even one lesson from him during the first year, and when the day came for the great ordeal, it seemed a terrible one to face. One pupil told how he prepared himself for this event. First he went to a Turkish bath, then had his hair cut in a new way that he hoped would please Leszczycki. Fingernails had to be short, of course, so they would not make a noise against the keys. The money for the lesson had long been put aside in the envelope to be deposited on the master's piano, but he made a visit to the bank all the same for the sake of his peace of mind. For fear of getting tired, he drove to the Vering cottage. He could walk enough afterward, he said. Alas, the Einspänner broke down, and so he ran a few blocks. Then, seeing a fiacre, he hailed it, but the driver insisted on going toward the park. Finally he jumped out without paying, and both arrived at Leszczycki's door in a state of agitation. How could I play well? he said, and Leszczycki asked me first of all, are you a European or are you a cannibal? I am an American, I said. But why did Leszczycki laugh so? Anyway, I am glad I am alive to tell the tale, he said. I learned nothing in that lesson, except that I had no talent. Oh, Yes, I did learn that I might be good-looking if I had cut my hair differently. I don't see where Leszczycki gets his great reputation. I cannot remember that he said a word about music. The conversation in the little room where pupils waited their turn for lessons was sometimes interesting and illuminating. It was often bad-tempered and ludicrous, but frequently friendly and instructive enough. One might hear something like the following— You're not nervous, are you? Nervous? Of course, one is always nervous in trying to play well. But you are not afraid of the professor? Oh yes, that too. One must play well for him. Or again, how are you getting on? I cannot seem to change the phrases as quickly as he wants me to. Ah, that is the main thing with him. If you are talented, he expects you to be able to do it. But I know the piece, and played it a dozen different ways before I came here. I have studied the piece well, but I cannot get his tone. Well, if you could get his tone, you would be a Leschetizky. I am playing this for the second time, and the last time he was angry with me at this place. Angry with you? Yes, of course. He said it was not rhythmical. I will show you what I did, and he called it affectation, and not correct besides. "'You cannot be affected or unnatural with him in playing one tone. "'He knows it at once, as we'll see as you go on. "'Now I have these Brahms-Handle variations for today, "'and I'm afraid he will find another place that is affected. "'I have been off playing and have not had much time for study, "'and he expects me to have studied even then. "'He says, if you are playing in public, "'there is no excuse for not being prepared.' down there in Graz. I played these variations for people three or four times. There were some critics there. One of them said he liked it. The others thought it was too Brahms, a little too monotonous. But Leschetizky holds you down in Brahms. He says Brahms does not want too much emphasis. He wants serenity, but not much expression.' I love these motives and phrases, and I cannot help playing them as if I did, but Leschetizky seems to think that you should be a little above showing your feelings when you play Brahms. At least that is the way he talked in the last lesson. How are your lessons? Well, I have never yet had a bad one. Never? Then he must like you if you have frequent lessons. He is only lenient with those he never expects to see again. Where do you come from? A little town in the United States. I never thought much of myself, and nobody else did, to tell the truth. If I could come back home a pianist, everyone would be surprised. But Leschetizky encourages me. He says I have everything to make a good player. I want to be more than a good player. Good. Come and see me sometime. Perhaps I can help you. Oh, would you? Tell me how on earth to please Leschetizky, because I would rather do that than anything else. He likes good stories, and I tell him a lot of stuff. I tell him about foreigners coming to America, or about Americans coming back after a long time, being continental in their ways. He loves these stories. Yes, and he will listen all night if you play him American tunes and ragtime. Yes, I know that too. Last night we played a while. He is giving a long lesson now, isn't he? One of the quiet lessons. I thought it was finished long ago. I've waited here an hour and a half and he is still going on. Yes, he loves good stories, but he wants you to tell them well, too. He was awfully amused with my story of the American who had not been in his own country for years, and after his arrival in New York, ordered six club sandwiches for tea at the Waldorf, expecting to be served with little diamond-shaped sandwiches such as they have in Europe. He could not stop asking me questions about the expression on the boy's face when he saw what he had ordered, then the expression on the faces of the people around him, and how he had to sit there under the gaze of a room full of staring people with a pyramid of club sandwiches before him on the table. I tell him all these funny stories, but I must please him at the piano. Where did you study? Here at the Vienna Conservatory. They are splendidly thorough, but we all hope to come to Leschetitsky if we intend to be artists, real artists. But you are one. Well, they all say so, but Leszczycki. But there is something yet he is not satisfied with. He says I am not free enough, too rigid in everything, and yet when he plays, it is so simply done. You don't see how it is done. You don't know at all how it is done. It is as if the piano were speaking to him. I wish I could get that quality. Couldn't I come into your lesson today? Wait out here, if you will, for I want him to feel free today to say the things he might not say before another person. "'Well, here you are,' said leshititsky who had just come into the hall with the departing pupil. "'I thought you two would get together sometime. Look out for this young one. He is going to do something. He is the kind that has to know everything, and that is why he is thorough.' a good head. But everything must go through that brain first, you understand. Look at his wide forehead, and that jaw, too. Brain first. But that is not bad. But if he will ever play as well as he holds himself, then all honour to him. His bearing is perfect. You two should cultivate each other. You can help each other. He is too modest. A little more conceit would not hurt him. He has not got that immense poise that you have, Laschetizky pronounced the word immense with much affected pomposity as he lovingly laid a hand on his advanced pupil's shoulder. So much dignity that it scares me. You will make your audiences sit up and say, now we have to behave ourselves. Brahms variations today? Not quite enough dignity of yours in Brahms yet. A little more John Bull, perhaps, than you have. Were you ever in England? "'asked Leschetizky. "'This is a John Bull theme, "'and you still play it too expressively. "'It is not expressive, it is impressive, "'and it must be confident and straightforward. "'No straining after effects, no special rhythm.' "'I was in England,' said Leschetizky. "'Those people are splendid, not self-conscious. "'They speak simply, are not theatrical. "'Those are great qualities.' an englishman says weighty things with a simple manner and says simple things with art you americans have not so much of that quality i have heard some of your public speakers too from time to time they are a little too oratorical too emphatic and don't always lay aside those manners when they should one should speak as the occasion requires in ordinary conversation with simple words and simple tones of voice "'in public, more distinctly, but still naturally and simply. "'Theatrics are not much. "'One must not be theatrical in playing, either. "'Yes, you can learn by playing the piano well "'many things for your conduct in life.' "'You are going home to study, aren't you?' "'He said to the modest young pupil. "'I will tell you about the opium dens in London when we meet again. "'I saw them,' said Leschetitsky. You must play me some Negro tunes and ragtime. that is not an easy rhythm to get, but there is no dignity in it. Come, let us hear the Brahms handle variations. That boy is very likable, said Lachatitsky. He has soul too. You should have heard him play this morning, and you should see him go to the piano. He has all the instincts of a player. he tells a story. children have that instinct. They sit down, they look round. They get absolute quiet, a nice background of silence for the first tone. Then they are going to tell me something, and they do, too. They tell me delicious things. With the first tone I feel warmed and exhilarated. How beautifully and simply they play. Oh, there are two or three here that will be famous pianists. One boy, anyway, and one of the girls, surely. They have begun their careers already. They say things and they are not afraid to say them before an audience. There is that little one, for instance. How she flushes when she begins to play. Her eyes brighten and everything is done with intelligence. And when I say good, she toddles over here to my piano and asks me why it was good. I say, go back to your piano and do it over again and find out for yourself why it was good. And she has a trill. "'Well, that trill of hers is just as beautiful as Carreño's trill, "'and that is saying everything. Patty had a trill. "'Once upon a time, probably more than once, "'she made the orchestra wait a minute "'and held up the whole performance with a long trill. "'The audience was in raptures. "'You have a trill you need not be ashamed of,' he said to his pupil. "'You really improve all the time.' And you study in a talented way. My pupils do not excel in smooth passage playing, said Leschetitzky. I am going to attend to that from now on. Pay attention now, I shall be after you. There are some who come from France and Italy who are better in this respect. Some Americans are not bad. Goodness knows what the Americans work at, as they call it. Is it work to listen to a smooth scale? "'But from now on I shall have a duty,' said Leschetitsky. "'Take Joseph Hoffman as a model. "'You can. "'His passages are as smooth as oil. "'Well, let us begin now. Brahms Variations. Two rubato, I tell you. "'What do the critics of Graz say to your playing? "'There is one good one down there.' "'He said it was not free enough,' answered the pupil. "'I played it specially for him.' He said that, did he? said Leschetitzky He must be prejudiced against Brahms, then. It is not Brahms's way to be free. You don't have the Brahms spirit if you play it with any sentiment that is not there. He is simple and broad and placid. Well, it is not my idea, that is all, said leschetitzky and in Vienna they know what Brahms is like, too. "'You remember how that great artist was hissed here "'for playing that theme sentimentally and too rubato? "'Vienna knows pretty well how to judge for itself. "'Think of Issei here. "'No one at his first concert but the critics. 50 people in the Musikvereinzahl, "'all more or less sceptical. "'But how he played to those fifty people. "'He went straight to their hearts, "'and the critics had to give in. "'They were overwhelmed.' perhaps they learned something too they learned a little more respect for the opinion of the rest of the world you know what happened gutmann canceled the concert for the next night and advertised isai a second time and the house was sold out he plays simply too more like this said leshetitsky going to the piano and playing the theme of handel sing more said leshetitsky you know how, it is in you to do it. You did some beautiful things the other night in your concert. Really beautiful, Leshetitsky went on very seriously. Natural things, the things that no one can learn and no one can tell you. Yes, you can be proud of these things. You can always be proud of the qualities that are natural to you, that have been given to you. Anyone can learn to study and so no one can be too proud of himself for doing that well. But you underestimate your best qualities. You slight them. You do them injustice, for you don't use them enough. Play this with simplicity and dignity. Don't descend to searching after expression. But, continued Leschetizky, it is your own affair after all. You must not think that there is only one way to play this either. I play it one way? "'but you may hear someone play it to suit you better. "'It may be better, I mean,' said Leschetitsky. "'By the way, I heard these variations very well played by a new pupil the other day, "'one that you don't know. "'She has not enough technique or strength, but it had continuity throughout. "'This is the way she did it.' "'Leschetitsky sat down again and played the whole set of variations. "'The fugue is easy.' he said. "'Everyone can play that except me. I get nervous in fugues. I always did, always shall. Come, let us see the variations as you have finished them.' After eight or ten, Leschetizky stopped the playing. "'Do you honestly like them that way?' he inquired. "'Now let me show you exactly how you played them. Go off to the end of the room and listen.' "'I exaggerate a trifle, perhaps,' Said Leschetitzky, but I tell you, you would not dare to go to Berlin and play those variations that way. They won't care about your beautiful tone so much either. They will want a better interpretation. They will call you too Viennese or too Parisian. One gets sentimental in Paris. No, you must change the tone of your theme. You are going to play some other pieces on your programme that will show you have humor. Humor we must forego in the Brahms' handle, to be sure. Between us, said Leschetizky, Brahms had not much humor himself. And how he could have lived in the house he chose in Ischel I cannot understand. You might have called him a stoic if he had been obliged to live there. You and I are foolish, perhaps. We want beautiful things around us, and not empty rooms to live in. Well, "'Put a touch of humour into the playing of the variations "'and let the critics say what they like. "'It is written for the piano, "'and the piano plays music if you will only let it.' Brahms always troubles me,' said Leschetizky. "'He had no regard for the piano as an instrument, "'and he thought anybody could play the piano. "'We know better, don't we?' he said to his pupil. "'When you study five years to get one tone as you want it,' and still cannot always be sure of playing it that way, then you know how difficult it is to be a pianist.